0: Him. And I'm so proud. I'm so honored to have our sister come and minister to us. This this lady is true blue. And I was so excited. I was like a kid with a new toy. I couldn't wait till Sunday got here. I was getting so anxious. Hallelujah, because your pastor gives out and gives out and gives out and gives out and gives out. But after a while, he gets a little empty where he needs something given back. And today's my day. I'm going to let her fill up my pockets. I'm going to let her fill my lapel. I'm going to let her her fill my ears and my heart with the good news. Come on, sister. Yeah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, they're going to trick me. You know what? I'm going to get a drink, so I'm going to start right where we're going to go. We're going to go on fire. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If your wood's wet, you're about to get hot. God's about to do something new. You know, I'm telling you, I'm excited to be here. Jubilee, any place that they say we're going to proclaim Jubilee throughout the land, yep. that's the part that I love. I'm looking around for my husband. He's gone. I was having him testify. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Praise God. How many of wow. just glad your spouse is in church? Yes. yes. Even if they're in the building somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. I'm gonna take it as a prophecy. We're in buildings somewhere. But God is so good and I'm so glad to be here today. Some of you I know, some of you I don't know, but let me tell you what I do know. That God knows you intimately. He knows every hair on your right? head. It's not counted, it's numbered. You heard us joking earlier before. Some of you have been blessed. COVID never touched you. Didn't touch my husband, didn't touch my kids, all except from a one daughter me and her we was like the germ bombs it went off on us we went to a funeral had about 4,000 people at it then we went oh. to the wedding had a couple about a thousand then I went to unlock the rock well, on 11 11 2020 where they said don't move don't leave your state they're not letting you in I said uh huh stop me devil I went down and we went to Boston and we began to prophesy and we went to the place not just Plymouth Rock because that's where the memorial was where they got off the boat but on 11 11 they made a thing called the Mayflower compact, it was before they stepped on these shores at a place called Provincetown they looked at one another they held up the Bible, can I tell you that this word ends the argument this word ends any issue any problem, it doesn't matter then we went to the place where they said we're going to be governed by this and by God And we're going to hold each other accountable. I said, God, I want to step into that. Can I tell you why? Because it's hard to argue with the miracles. See, this word is true. People say, give me one scripture that says it's true. Well, the Bible says that the ringing of the nose bringeth forth blood. So if I twist your nose, you're getting a bloody nose. (laughs) So somebody says, prove to me one scripture. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Most people say, no, I don't want to try that one out. (laughs) So I'm not here to twist your nose, but I am going to be your kick in the Holy Ghost today. I'm going to roll you up. I'm going to fire you up. i want to get you excited for the things yes. of God. Because let me tell you something. If you can't get excited about a God that took everything that should have been against you, became a curse, hung on a tree, went to a grave, got up on the other side of that grave, and said, now go be like I am. First John 4, 17 says, as he is, so are we in this world. That means that what he's doing in heaven, I get to do on the earth. I'm telling you God is not slack concerning his promises you heard it when he says turn graves into gardens. Come on somebody needs to know this might have been a season where it's time to remind ourselves that we're not going to a a, a funeral home or we're not going to go and bring flowers God says I'm about to take a grave and make it a gardener. Let me tell you what that looked like. It looked like Mark 16 it said that Mary grows up early she had a basket full of spices it said that she was going to go and perform on the body because the last thing she saw of Jesus was beaten, broken, bloody, and dead it yeah. says this, that when the soldier pierced his side and blood and water come out she knew of a fact they were staying and she was one of the women at the cross and what was amazing is if you read the story Nicodemus goes and finds Joseph of Arimathea and that's who that grave that was borrowed belonged to and she went and got they got a hold of him, they went and begged the body they got the body and how many of you know women that you sometimes have to go back behind your husband because you know they don't do it right <laughs> Come on. She said that she was, she said okay, I saw what they did but that can't be right. I gotta do a little something for the body. I got news for some people that God's not done with that body, and He wasn't done with this one. I don't know what you've been through in this last season, but let me tell you something: that the God that had a body, or see, Mary knew that. Let me, she said, there's still something that needed to be done with the body. I'm here to tell you that God has not done doing something with the body. And what is amazing is this: that if you get in the Word and you read in Mark 16, I love this part because while they get there, and she. got a basket. We don't hear about that basket. She drops it because she gets there and the stone is rolled away. It said this, that women walk towards the tomb. It wasn't even light out yet. All their conversation is, is how are we going to roll away the stone? How are we going to get to the body? How are we going to get to do what God put on our heart to do? I got news for you. They worried about something that wasn't even worth worrying about. Have you ever had a problem, an issue, something that you said, God, if you don't do this, if If you don't fix this, if you don't change this, and by the time they got there, the thing they was worried about was already done. An angel to get started to roll. Come on. God's get God's got an angel that's rolling and pushing. It's rolling and pushing against what you all oh, what you need to have moved. God's getting ready. Oh, it's already been released. I'm telling you. But they talk, about, I love that song. Why? Not only graves into gardens. This is my favorite part. When they get there, stone's gone. She's still crying. Where are you taking his body? What did you do with him? Just give me his body. Never mind you. She's just little woman. Yeah. What's she going to do with a dead man? Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> she saw the aloes. She saw what John, John Nicodemus, what John wrote down. We, She saw Nicodemus and Joseph Matthew had a hundred pound wheelbarrow full of aloes and all kinds of spices on that dead body. Here's one little woman who's going to go into an empty tomb. There's angels sitting there. She's having conversations with angels and doesn't care because she's still crying. Where have you put his body? I got news for you today. God's challenging us. Where have you put my body? Come on, somebody. Come on. There's churches that are closed that ain't got a body in them today. Come on. we got to give God praise that we're in a house. with an open doors. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. House, of the Lord. We are in the body of Christ, and I love this because it said that when she saw him, she supposed him to be the gardener. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because the last time she saw it, it was broken and bloody. Marred more than any other man, something that not even his own mother could recognize. Do you understand that God allowed his son's face to be beaten off so that when he sees the blood on the face, when we say, Jesus, you're my Savior, you're my Lord, put the blood of Jesus on my life, he sees that blood. He doesn't even see sin, he sees saved. He sees son, he sees daughter. you got to understand there was a reason for everything. But what I find amazing is this, that she didn't even recognize the miracle that she'd been asking for. Some of you are going to miss, if you don't ask God to give you some supernatural eyesight, you might miss the miracle that you're, oh, come on, somebody. You might not have eyes to see it. You're praying for angels to show up. Sometimes angels just look like men. Sometimes angels just look like a banker. Says, I don't know how this happened, but your account is full. No, you're not overdrawn. We owe you money. Come on, somebody. Somebody's believing for money to build. Somebody's believing for money for a dream. Somebody says, oh well, some people are good, well, I guess this is all there is. No, there's not. You're still breathing. That's right. That if right. <laughs> you're still breathing, there's more. Amen. Let me tell you something, God ain't done. When everybody else is closing up shop, you need to look at empty stuff and say it's available. God, what do you want there? What do you want there, God? Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? God, can I partner with you? Can I get a hold of something you've got? See, Mary understood something. When she supposed to breathe the gardener, she went to a grave and found a garden. Mm. Mm -hmm. Come on. I love it. You get in Exodus 14, guess what it says? He'll turn seas into hollies. I on, somebody. Who needs a way? Have you been between a rock and a hard place? I don't think there was a harder place that you could have got to. Imagine being the leader of a million people that really don't like you. <laughs> I was praying about this over Passover, right? Can you imagine? Okay, I see God go back. You put every because here's the thing. I thought about this and I said, God. God said, I want you to literally see. Ask me for eyes to see. And I said, Okay, God. What do I need eyes to see? He said, My word. So I got back in that word and I was like, God. I've read this a million times. He said, Read it again. I said, I've read Exodus a million times. Read it again. So I got in there and I began to look at it. And he said, no, you're missing the point. He said it wasn't just a sign against the Egyptians. It was a sign for my people. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the whole thing is sometimes what's bad for them is about to be good for you. Yeah. Yes. See, God began to say it's all about how you see it. It's all about perspective. Let me tell you, COVID-19, all of 2020 shutting down on that. Let me tell you what it did. Every prophetic word that we never ever prophesied, that that bar would close, that casino would close. Husbands are coming home. Sons are coming home. They had nowhere else to go. They had to go home. Yes, that's true. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. What was bad for some was good for others. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> People that had gambling problems couldn't gamble. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what closed up in my town? The strip club. <laughs> 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 I I'm a shot tied I and am. I ain't saying about my husband, I'm talking about my son. I got a son that's the one that these knees look like they do for. They're like camel plates. That's why everybody wonders why I love camels. Well, my knees look like camel toes, that's why. I'm down uh, I mean he's the one that we me and this man should have a trophy for. Just that he made 18 alive. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody ain't yeah. know somebody like that. Right? But we used to go past on Route 94, there was a place called Sensations. I used to curse it. I'd say, Father, I curse that place, it that gotta close. Close that bar room down. And see what was funny is years ago in our town, there was Planned Parenthood, had a little thing on Hanover Square. I'm the next down up. And these two little Catholic ladies would stand there and they'd pray. They'd hold up their sign and they'd pray. And I'd be like, God, bless them, Jesus. And they'd get out there and they'd just stand there, and they'd pray, and they'd say, and then you know they prayed a little different, but they were praying and they were believing God and they were standing on God's word and they kept showing up. I'm gonna tell you what I learned: the day Planned Parenthood closed down in my town and packed up shop and moved away, prayer works. Yes. Prayer works. Mm-hmm. Prayer works. Can I yes. share with you a modern miracle about what's bad for some is good for me. This past winter, we was blessed. My husband uh, got us a trip. We went to took the babies to Disney World. And while we were at Disney World, uh, the year before, before COVID ever broke out, we, went, we, were, we got to go. And a friend of mine bought me a ticket. Now, I wasn't going to Disney World that year. We just didn't do it. We were down vacationing, but we didn't go to have tickets. And she said, I'm pure God. God said what? And we were all together. And she said, it's time to pray around the world. And I'm and I'm like, okay, God, uh, I'm married to Mr. Hicks, and Mr. Hicks is not going to give me the money for play tickets. <laughs> the fly around the world, are you? See, he, you know what he told me when it come time to go to Israel? He told me what I tell everybody else God's will, God's bill. He said, pray it in. He wrote my daughter's check for Israel. Mine, I had, Father, in Jesus' name, let me bake a cookie, let me watch your car. But I got there, hallelujah. God put opportunity to my desire. I'm prophesying to somebody, you're going to hear this. This is amazing. So we went to it. My girlfriend Marzella, she got a word from God. She's part of the New England House of Prayer. And she said, I hear God say, we need to walk around the world. I said, why well, pray and walk around the world? Let me tell you something, prayer walk, walk and works. Because I saw it in my town with two little women that was Catholic women that stood every day and looked at Planned Parenthood every day for five years to a closed. I prophesied over a nightclub every day for 20 years, every time I'd drive by, every time. Because when my little granddaughter went through a terrible deal where it was a custody issue, because I had partial custody of my granddaughter. And me and her mom, it looks like she could be ours anyway, but we had to go through my son to get her. But in the middle of that, I used have to drive to Littlestown to pick her up, and I'd see that club, and I'd curse that club. I'd say, in Jesus' name, you're going to close. In Jesus' name, them dancers just going home. In Jesus' name, every son, every father that's standing in there, every woman that needs to go back home, and I prophesy over that thing. And I curse the very ground. I said, God, from the roots up, I said, I don't care. Just let it burn down when nobody's in there. And then God said, no, they'll get insurance money and build it better. He said, I got to do something else. I said, okay, God, you do it your way. Some of us need to remember that there's a Yahweh and a my way, and Yahweh is always better. Yeah, yes. come on. Amen. Listen, listen, Amen. amen. We're going to get to this because I've studied too hard. This is hors d'oeuvre stuff, but I feel like somebody in here needs to take back this town. I feel like there's stuff that's going on in your family. I feel like there's stuff that's going on in your job. that you got to hear this. so anyway she goes let's go to what represents the word I said okay Epcot they have a thing called the showcase of the worlds she said okay she goes get your walking shoes on we're gonna prayer walk well that day Marzella couldn't go I got her ticket so he I don't remember my husband I think was off the men just riding doing whatever looking at trucks or equipment or something and so us girls get together. We have a little group called a God Squad. Get you a God Squad. I don't care if you're a man. Get, I don't care what you name it. Get you a hat. Get you a t-shirt, password, make Facebook. Do whatever you got to do to get a hold of somebody that can bring you agreement in the earth. Because God gives you promises that two has a good return for their labor. Two, if you touch anything and agree, it will be done. See, it didn't mean maybe. didn't mean might. Maybe sometime later. It means it will be done. So we get out there, and this is February. How many of you know it was March 17th of 20. 20 that we were shut down. This is March the 3rd. So what we heard from God is I heard God say on March 4th, March 4th. March 4th. I said, okay, God. So I took the whole month of March as the place that I need to put one foot in front of the other on the ground for God. I said, okay, God. So if March is going to be my marching month, I'm going to march some death out of my life. I'm going to march some stuff out. Because my granny used to tell me, you better march it. She'd say, if I was bad, she'd tell me to march myself out there and get a switch. She said, if something needed to be done, she said, you pick it up and march it out of here. I said, my God, somebody needs to know that things that look like practical, everyday, ordinary things are about to become prophetic keys to loosen things out of your life. Oh. Yeah, Come on, somebody. Yes. Yes. Cause yes. Let me say this to you. what you let out, there's room for what God wants in. So we get our tennis shoes on. I'm not much for tennis shoes, but I got my tennis shoes on. We anointed the bottoms. We wrote Joshua 1 on the bottom. Be strong and courageous whatsoever. We put the foot on our foot. I said, God, you were with Moses. Be with me. We started taking the scriptures to be courageous. How many of you know that they ain't too, that they don't, you know, most places you go, they really aren't fond of a prayer group unannounced. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Especially yeah. Pentecostal loud ones. Yes. I wonder who that would be. But we get there, and so we decide we're going to start walking. So we get over there, and we start walking in Mexico. We start praying about the border. We start praying about what's going to happen. And all we kept doing, we kept walking and we kept walking. And now, not with people who love food. So they're eating the taco and they're getting this. So we're having to wait. While they're eating, I'm praying. So we get together and we start praying to unlock what's coming. God, we put your head to protection over this world. God, we begin to pray and we begin to believe God and plead the blood of Jesus. The blood still works. I could do a whole series on the blood. We ain't got time for that today. But let me tell you something: the blood works. If you got a situation you need to change, start with the blood. Because wherever the blood oh, yeah. falls, get some voice. It's all about, on. On. To I about yeah, yeah, See, we've yeah. left off praying and putting the blood on something. I'm telling you right now, some of you need to go back home, get you your anointing oil, and go across your threshold to put the blood of Jesus there. Why do you think that blood of Jesus on the doorpost and the lentils. You know why? It wasn't about the thing that the devil was going to do. God said, I'm going to walk by and when I see the blood, I'm going to pass by. Let uh-huh. me tell you something. We're we in the time between Passover and Pentecost. This is the season that the blood speaks and the blood works. I'm getting where I'm going, but you got to listen to this. It's important and we will get to the word. I promise you, you're getting word now, but we're going to turn to something so everybody will feel good And they'll say, well, she never opened up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're going open it. But let me say this to you first. We're prayer walking, right? And we go from city to city. We get over by Japan. Something hits us. We get between China and like Africa. We're walking and we're praying. We just felt such a burden for the world. We felt like something was getting ready to come and we needed God's mercy and God's restraining hand. And all we knew was things needed to change. Well, we get to Morocco and there's this camel and I love Genesis 24. I love when Jacob lifts uh, uh, when Israel he Isaac lifts up his eyes and sees the camels are coming. It's one of my life verses because God says that he's about to send things to the ones that wait. It's a picture of Jesus in the church. Can't teach that today either, but it was good. It's one of my favorites. And so I'm all excited and I'm holding on to this camel leg. And these people that are drunk keeps going past us. So we start praying for a lost generation. And we're prophesying and we're praying. Well, we go out of there and then we walk over to the next one and we get on this bridge that goes between where China is and the world. And we're prophesying and praying about this time. And I know this is going to rattle some people, but that's okay. You'll be all right. And if you don't believe me, pray for me. But this full fledged witch walks up through the middle of our prayer group and she's cursing us. We're on the bridge. And I'm standing there, there's, it's like back in. It's not one of the, it's part, like if you go in the circle, you gotta go back in. So I'm on between where this bridge is and where it joins back to the circle. And this woman walks by cursing. And I said, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I cast out that witchcraft spirit. I loose from you the every power of the occult and you will find true power in Jesus Christ. And she turned around and said a few things. And I just kept praying. And the girl that was with me, she said, I can't unsee that, can I? i said well i said no not really she said did you see them tattoos on that woman i said not only did i see them i heard them she goes what do you mean i said every one of them spoke as a sign i said she believes exactly what she's doing and i said she was i said did you, she goes she busted through our hands went right through our video she was um she was determined to stop us she had more occult symbols tattooed all over her body i'm not talking minor i'm not talking like you see people with skulls and all this i'm talking these were Witchcraft symbols that when I went to school, I went to Vision Christian Bible College. That we took a course on Kingdom of the Cult. We took a polemics course on how to argue with people and how to teach people the Word of God and how to confront them through love and through the Scriptures. These were this was full blown witchcraft on feet. Come right past us. And Peg looked at me. She goes, "I can't unsee this. I can't. I really don't want to see this. I didn't think that that was real. I thought that was TV. I thought that was." stories she said you know like when you read the bible you wonder if it's story i said no every story's true she goes i don't know she said i i struggle sometimes i said well i'm surprised you're on my prayer journey <laughs> 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 but i said we're gonna get together and we're gonna see this and like she started praying let me tell you something that same woman up to her prayer game and she started getting more involved than ever before and over that year so we finished that we prayed for the world and we felt such a heaviness. We are crying. People's looking at us, cast members are like, it's Mickey Mousey, are you all right? <laughs> we You're in customer service because we're like, ah! Ah! We're, you know, not really Mickey Mousey. <laughs> we're like, shandala, la and then like, can we get an interpreter for you? You know, we're talking to people and we're like, we're good. You know, we had a burden for the world. We prayed. We prophesied. We shared Jesus that day with a lot of people because people were in what we were doing. Are y'all praying? What are you praying about at Epcot? <laughs> the world. <laughs> Why? Because we can't afford plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go to what represents the world. Oh, right. So we shared Jesus every get home. We left down there on the 8th. By the 17th, we were shut down. COVID closed down the world. My phone starts ringing from my little God squad. Boy, you heard from God, didn't you? She was all that crying. She said, I knew I was sad. She said, I didn't know why. Now I know. She said, we had preemptive tears. We had prophetic tears. We were crying for what we hadn't seen yet. So we go through COVID. I tell you, not one of my God squad died. Not one of my guys. So a couple of them got COVID. None of them died. None of us had it bad enough to go to the hospital. We walked through it. We went through it. It was amazing. This year here, we get the phone call. Ready to go back and pray to Epcot? Go on that Epcot again. <laughs> I said, okay. We're going to go. And the reason I'm sharing this story is because not only did we pray then, but I'm going to tell you how it looks like after you prayed to put feet on it. Because we're going to get in this word, and we're going to tear into stuff that you haven't seen or heard. But I'm going to talk to you about how your prophetic will change not just the supernatural, but the natural. Fast forward. February 2021. Husband takes us. We take the grandbabies. I'm trading in coupon, Groupon, credit card points. The reason Mickey Mouse is always smiling is he ain't growing. I'm like, dear Jesus and Holy Ghost. I was like, God, help me, Jesus. And I've got a little princess, and she's as tall as I am, 5'8", 11 years old. And she wants to still dress in a Minnie Mouse tutu. i got the pictures, I can prove it. So we're going to see Mickey Mouse. She loves it. So my girlfriends get together, they're like, look, we need to go pray. Things have got to change, got to shift. We're feeling families are falling apart. People yeah. have given up. They've lost hope. Uh, the world, what the economy is going on. Jobs are switching. Everybody's spiraling. spiraling. She said, we got to go. And I kept praying. I said, God, are we going? He said, oh, you better believe you're going. I said, what are we going to do, God? He said, I want a holy supernatural reset. Well, that year, if you look at it, you go home and look at it on the map. It starts over here. We went clockwise. We went into time. And I heard God say, I want to reset. So what do you do when it's uh, daylight savings and you have to do what? You have to turn it back. You have to reset your clock to get on the right time. I'm talking to somebody right now that your life is about to change and you're going to reset and get on a God time because there's a Yahweh that's getting ready to step out of eternity into your time. God began to talk to me about resetting. I got news for you. I'm going to prophesy right now. It's time for a reset. I don't know what's been going on. I don't care who left and who came, but I heard God say there's visions that you had ever 10 and 15 years ago. And you've been waiting for a God time. I tell you right now that God says now is the time. God said, do not delay death could not touch you. People could not hinder you. They couldn't destroy you. I'm telling you right now that God began to talk to me today about seed faith. And I didn't know why I did this earlier today, but I had went and got something. And I'm not bragging and I'm not showing nothing because I don't want nobody to know what it is. But there's seed towards the next thing. Seed towards the next thing. Somebody needs to know that if you see a good ground, let me tell you something. You don't walk out to a field where you ain't put down no seed and ask for something to grow. Ain't nothing coming up but next year's dirt. And the reason that it's hard is you ain't worked it. You ain't walked on it. You ain't plowed it. But can I tell you something? If you'll get in there, I don't care if you gotta do it by hand and begin to pull stuff out and say, God, I'm making room for my next crop. I'm making room for my next miracle. God said, dust off that prophecy shout and do what God has always some people that need a marriage reset. You're going through emotions. (sighs) I prophesy love. Fresh, you fell in love with him and she fell in love with her. There was reason. Go back, ask God, renewing me a new love. Renewing me understanding. I don't care what they said. Guess what? God says forgetting those things which are behind. We press to the prize, to the mark of the high calling. There's a high calling in marriage. There's a high calling in families. Learn to love again. God can teach you. Where there's been bitterness, where there's been arguments, where there's been things that you, guess what? It don't matter. If it was 20 years ago, let Disney prophesy. Let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> See, that's what they, why do you think they taught all the kids to say that? Mm-hmm. All the babies was prophesying in homes. Didn't even know they was prophesying. They just walked around the house saying, let it go. <laughs> Some of your practical is about to be prophetic. Some of the things that you thought he was always going to do, but let's go back to Epcot. We're doing a reset, so we start in Canada and we're winding back time. And I'm sharing this because we're going to go back because if she put my song on, I'm sorry, you're going to be extra 10 minutes for that. <laughs> Ooh! Come on, he's the only one that can. Nothing is greater than you. So we're praying. We get back into Morocco. Where my little camel buddy is, and I've got my God squad, and we got little girls on there that ain't married. Youngest one with me that day was 12. 12 years old, praying for a future spouse. Wanna know why? Because you're going to live with them the rest of your life. You're more, you're you're older, longer than you are young. And if you won't pray for them now, you might cry for them later, or cry about them later. We're teaching these young girls to make a God list. You know Proverbs 31. All you that was wrote to a king's son. All of us women preaching at our women's conferences. What he wrote to us. Says the king, the mule and his sons. Why? does this teach men how to not find a low rider. How to not find the one that's easy. Ooh, I said that. Praise God. This is But I'm just going to say it. You know, you've got to find the one who loves God. Because let me tell you something. That's you it. might be the head, but if she's got a stiff neck, you ain't going to get nowhere but a chiropractor. Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's called, it's called counseling. Pastor, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Come on. Come on now. But we go back, we get over here, and we see people that are drunk. Because if, you, if you're not actively eating or drinking, you have to wear the mask. Well, I took my mask off because I was preaching nobody stopped me (laughs) either. they just move out my way they don't say nothing to me I don't get damn mouth and nose took that mask off and I'm talking I've got my arm wrapped around this camel and I began to talk about the camels are coming I said the camels are coming girls I said but there's a test involved and I said people don't realize it but when Eliezer goes to get Rebecca, he doesn't know he's getting Rebecca. I said, he just packs up 10 camels. He gets there, he says, let the one that offers me to drink offer my camels too. And what's amazing is she just started volunteering for God duty. Some of you have to look at something that's hard saying, well, I'm going to pray about this. I'm going to fast about this. Nobody likes to pray and fast. I like to pray with God and just to like God, I love you so much and you're amazing. But when I got a real need, it's not fun. When I want listen, I'm a big girl. Me, I don't like a fork. I like a plate. I like a spoon. Come to shut me down. And some more sports closed. In Jesus' name, I prophesy it open. i down to behind plate number three, four, and five. Come on, I go. Oh, no, you're like you ain't never done that. I always pretend it's for him. This is for my husband. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>